The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. Today we're going to focus on the black cat. And I have on the phone with me, Mary Schultz. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mark. Tell me about the black cat. Well, you know, I'm from Coburg because we went to the same high school and knew each other in high school. But then I left and was away for, you know, 25 years, 20 years. Came back when my father passed away and he left me a small inheritance. And I decided that I needed to use that to change my life. So I used it to start Black Cat. And I knew I wanted to do it in Coburg. And I knew that the only way I would get back in Coburg was if I opened my own business. So it was based on... Basically, all the greatest hits from all the places I've worked at in Toronto. Uh, things I'd seen that I thought, that's a good idea, but why don't we do it this way? That all led me to coming to Coburg and opening Black Hat. And so I tried to find a different angle on that without taking anything from the other businesses in town. I tried to find my own way to do that. I hope I have. The other funny thing about Black Hat is I just wanted to have a coffee shop with some treats and you grab a sandwich. And the first day that we opened, I realized we were a restaurant. We were going to have to be more of a cafe, sit down with dishes kind of place. So we immediately changed our approach. uh, And it sort of swung into the sandwich area. At the very, very beginning, we did a lot of plated things. And then we weeded out the things that weren't working or the things that just were too difficult to execute well. It's it's really turned to the sandwiches as far as lunches. And then, of course, there's the the sweet things, which had, had... originally been our focus and of course coffee how has business changed for you from what it was up until say march 2020 and then we had the first lockdown how did things change for the black cat well you know it changed pretty significantly um we used to be a real gathering place it was a place people would always say oh i always come in here and see someone i know friendships were forged there uh it went from that to um, handing people their, what they got and walking out the door, which I hate. They allowed us eventually to have some seats, but really only five, I think. Yeah, five seats was what we went with in the second wave. So I was asking people to try to keep their visit to 20 minutes to a half an hour, and I just hated doing that, but it was necessary. That's been the biggest struggle through all of this is the loss of the social aspect of Black Cat. We all had moments of hope in each of the lockdowns. Well, you know, if we can just get to March, we're going to, if we can just get to March, we'll be okay. And we're going to see it next summer is going to be so different. And it, it really didn't pan out that way. So we, we keep sort of refocusing where our hope is going to be. So now our hope at Black Hat is that we will have some kind of summer with some kind of patio. How did you make out last summer? How long were you closed during the first shutdown? We reopened, I think, on June 10th. Uh, and then the moment we opened, because the town was so generous and gave us a much bigger area to have our patio, we went right back into the swing of things. It, it immediately was busy again because I think people were desperate to get out and do something that was remotely social. When you had your closures, that there were so far three of them as we record this, have yeah. you had situations where you've had to lay staff off? I laid them off so that they would have some access to funding, but everybody's job is waiting for them. We had one person who didn't come back, but that's because she had a baby. But this summer, we're back to having everybody with us, which I'm really excited about. Have you found that 
there are still people out and about on the main street uh, traveling around. Now, I know you've been open on Fridays. Yeah. This last iteration of a lockdown, you've been doing a very nice thing. You want to tell the people what you've been doing for those that aren't familiar with, with your Friday campaign? So the Friday campaign has wrapped up. We did um, four of them. We just really wanted to maintain some kind of connection to the community, but it wasn't my intention to try to make any money on those days. I just wanted to remind people that we were here and that we live in a great town and that there's people that are suffering more and struggling more than I am and that, that a lot of people in town are. So we did a free coffee and song Friday, um, taking donations for various organizations in town that are doing great things. So our first one was the Greenwood Coalition. We think they're fantastic. The second one was Habitat for Humanity. Megan McDonald is a friend of mine, and she works so, so hard. I wanted to do something for her. Then we did Cornerstone. Again, they support us, so we support them. But also they are doing so much for so many people. And then lastly, uh, we did Northumberland Humane Society because that tugged on my heart a little bit. And plus, we had to do a shout out to all the black cats out there. Now that we are having vaccines roll out in in the community and we are looking beyond uh, the situation we're in right now, are there things that you have put in place as a result of what we've been through over the last one plus years that you can see keeping? going forward and are there things that you'll be more than happy to get rid of oh there's lots of things i'll be happy to get rid of what i'm finding with this whole situation is that i can't look too far ahead so i'm trying to adapt and adjust what we do sort of on the fly when things come up we think okay how are we going to handle this what can we do to turn this around a little bit or how can we still serve people effectively last summer we brought in a gelato maker so we make our own gelato thinking that because we don't have the room for people to sit, this is another grab-and-go option. And it's another option for people that maybe don't want a coffee or out walking with their kids and they, you know, they don't want to give them a cookie or something. So we did that, and it was good, and we'll do that again this summer. I don't know that we will do it next summer if we're allowed to have people sit down because I would rather have that space used for people to sit and um, enjoy our food and enjoy each other. I miss it desperately to look out and not see anybody out there. It wasn't why I did it. It wasn't why I opened. Um, the first year, it was what I wanted it to be, and then it's been difficult since. That being said, I, I do really want to say that I don't feel particularly hard done by through all of this. I know that there's a lot of people that are, are really struggling. I don't know what I would do if I had to rely 100% on my dine-in. We, we've been pretty, pretty fortunate. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners exactly where you're located, how they can get in touch with you, and where they can find you on the internet. So we are located at 4 King Street West in downtown Coburg. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we have a website, Black Cat Coburg. And we're open from 8.30 until 4 every day. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. And I would like to invite the rest of Northumberland to focus on the Black Cat.